sucking who's cock. Hello everyone and welcome back to an Anime Club After Dark special. I'm your host Alex, but you can call me Senpai and joining me again tonight I have our chivalry of Shota Shotaro. Why is the best fruit always forbidden? Oh my. And this is our second episode review of Sarah Zen Mai, where we'll be looking at, yes, you guessed it, episode two. So show. Yes, Alex. Episode two was look crazy, uh, to say the least. Indeed. Um, we got a little more um, Kappa myth stuff, I guess you would call it. Uh, I I wanted to, should we talk about the dish of hope? Dish of hope? Yeah, I just wanted to mention that that's just more um, Sara dish puns as we get the dish of hope. Yeah, so there's, a of, there's a lot of, there's a like, lot of like, English puns. puns in this show. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, uh, so the dish of hope is basically a dish you get for, or we find out that it's a dish that you get for defeating the Kappa zombies. Um, and it makes your, I guess, wildest desire come true. So for this first one, they get what looks to be a golden dish of hope. Um, and I guess it just automatically gives you whatever you wish for, you know, right off the bat. Because um, Enta ends up, as he asks very nonchalantly if he can have a year's supply of cucumber rolls and a fucking giant cucumber roll just appears and they didn't even like use it like, no <laughs> they just it's, abandoned it's literally... it i'm like girl you wish for some cucumbers at least take it God. exactly Useless. but i just thought like that be careful what you <laughs> wish for i guess because you just might get it that was a tired <laughs> joke i didn't even find that funny i'm just like whatever let's move on <laughs> um but uh, uh yeah so another part of the kappa myth that we are revealed to in this episode is the existence of otters which kappas are described as looking as otters in the myth um i don't know if there's any other relation to otters but they well they, they also tend to come from rivers or some kind of water source where otters also hang out so i guess so don't otters just don't they live in lakes too yeah oh oh rivers lakes any okay. kind of water source really I mean, that's a very broad <laughs> a lot of animals that live in lakes anyways uh sure that could also be a relation um yeah yeah there's a lot of kappa puns in many ways <laughs> oh, for sure. Um, some, something else that we were introduced to is Kazuki's little brother, who is very androgynous in appearance, to say oh, the least. Oh, my God. Yeah, this Haruka is the name of the little brother. And uh, in the first episode, I thought in the OP, this person was a woman when I saw Kazuki looking up lovingly to the to him, apparently. I thought it was supposed to be some kind of significant other, to be honest Me with too. you. Me too. I thought it was going to be his, like, crush, but apparently it might actually, it might still be his crush. Well, um, <laughs> this is Japan we're talking yeah, about, so you might be right. I thought it was going to be his female crush, not his incestuous male crush, but, you know, he still looks like a woman to me. <laughs> It looks very 
much like a girl. If you yeah. didn't tell me that was a brother, I would think it was a girl. I mean, clearly being voiced by a woman, for sure. Oh, I don't um, know. Probably. But something else that we find out is that Kazuki does his whole cross-dressing idol thing for his little brother. I know. Okay, like, <laughs> we go from... Can we talk... Hold on. Can we just... Can yeah. we talk about how this is not a healthy kind of thing to do, perhaps, for a little brother? Okay, first of all, it doesn't make any sense. That is, like, okay, the only reason I can think... Okay, first of all, why would you be so obsessed with your brother that you would go so out of your way to, like, make your brother happy? The only reason I could think of is that you're, like, romantically in love with your brother. That's the only reason. Um. Well... I don't know what it's like to have a sibling because I'm an only child, but I know you have a sibling. Like, what's the Honey, furthest like, you've ever gone to do something I, for a, your sibling? I wouldn't have moved my ass over one seat to help my little sister. I just <laughs> shit. So I don't know why Kazuki is breaking his back to help his little brother. I don't understand. I it's it does seem like a heck of a stretch to go to for your, uh, your brother. I mean, and, and it's also revealed that Haruka is a big fan of this i this cross dressing idol character. Although Haruka doesn't know that it's Kazuki cross dressing to become this idol character, um, but Haruka has become a fan of this character that. It's really, it's a really weird family dynamic that's going on here, um, and it definitely rings the incestuous bells a little bit. I'm not gonna lie. Uh, um, I mean, okay. Also, like harking back to the OP, it's like even in the OP, the symbology is that the that um, the MC is looking lovingly to his little brother yeah. so like it's like implying that he's in love with his little brother so yeah. there's that and also i just wanted to say like this show goes swings from from one end of the realism spectrum to the other because like in episode one we have the surreal thing that i carry a box around all the time and then it's explained that oh i have a hobby of um cross-dressing i'm like okay that's realistic and then we swing all the way back around to being making no sense it's like oh but i cross-dress for my little brother and i like impersonate this person and i <laughs> take selfies every day for my little brother and i'm like girl i was i thought i was i thought this was making sense but now it's stopped making sense anymore and now it's <laughs> going back to the other end to, to borrow a phrase that you use quite often it seems a bit extra you were, like, explaining yourself nicely. Why'd you have to go crazy again? Why'd you have to take the crazy pill? <laughs> uh, yeah, but that's definitely something that we, we learn in this episode. Um, we also learned a little bit more about uh, Toei. Um, and something happened that I was shocked to actually see an anime not be censored at all. Um, so, first off, you're introduced to his brother who i assume is his older brother it looks like an older brother um i'm hoping it's an older brother <laughs> um and you're introduced to him while they're torturing someone in a bathtub uh, by trying to drown them yeah um as part of a interrogation about how they figured out their 
route, implying that it's a drug route. Yes, um, and then you see what drug it is, which made me even more surprised that it wasn't censored. Yeah, they physically showed the marijuana leaf, and they showed in painful detail the grow house and all the different <laughs> ways you grow it and package it. And I'm like, do you know how much anime is censored over like alcohol? And now, and now they don't even censor marijuana. Like. <laughs> How does this get? I don't understand how this is not censored. I really want to know. I really want to know. I'm kind of happy that it's not censored. No, I'm so happy. It's just so surprising because we like all the anime I've watched has been super censored. I just want to know who's sucking whose cock to get this uncensored. I mean, (laughs) someone is doing is doing all the right things apparently. Um, But yeah, there's like a full on like detailed, very realistic marijuana grow house. That well, it's an apartment that's been converted into a grow house. Which I know there are certain people out there, not me, and certainly not you, show who might argue the merits of having an apartment grow house, but. Wait, what do you mean? Okay, you know, I'm not going to go Might into not that. be the most efficient way to grow marijuana inside an apartment. What would be the most efficient way? You might want an actual, like, house with a backyard. Honey. Unless it's a small-time operation, but maybe that's I'm the just going to say my ignorance is a uh, good thing in Your ignorance situation. is a defense? No. Oh, my God. <laughs> Listen, your knowledge is not a good thing. <laughs> <laughs> Um, something else that we actually find out about his brother is that much like Toei, he also uses a ruler as a weapon. So now we know where he got it from. Okay. Speaking of swinging the realism pendulum from one end to the other, we get the scene where they're doing water torture and it's like super realistic and detailed. And you can believe that that's what Yakuza would be doing in those exact same ways. Yeah, it's, so like, it's, like, it's like they do it like a discount waterboarding thing. Yeah, it's like painfully realistic. And I'm like, when did this shit get real? And then five seconds later, the older brother threatens the guy who's getting water tortured with a ruler. It's like, <laughs> like 100% real, back down to 0% real. Zero. I'm like, what the hell is going on? <laughs> Yeah, it, you're you're definitely right. This this show seems to be swinging from one side of the realism spectrum to the other. Um, but we also figured out that Toei wants to get one of the dishes of hope that were mentioned earlier in the episode for his brother. I, we don't ever really figure out why. Well, uh, I would he wants it. Yeah, I would assume like I don't know to clear his record or something. I don't know. Or maybe make him a, like, established marijuana grower? No! Just to get him out of crime, not get him into it! (laughs) What is wrong with you? I don't know. I think you you grossly overestimate Toei's uh, maliciousness. He... What? Okay, clearly, like, Toei... You know what? Clearly, Kuji, like, he blushes when his older brother like pats him on the head or something when that one of the interact he's clearly like ooh 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 uwu ooh 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 big brother chan so he clearly like wants the best for his big brother speaking so, of incest ooh ooh big brother chan. i mean tell me that that's not the expression he had but <laughs> yeah so i assume he wants a dish of hope to um clean his brother's slate 
Maybe. Get him off the streets. All right, so something else that happened in this is uh, we see a... uh, Okay, one thing I should go back and do. At the the end of the last uh, episode review we did, we didn't mention that there was an after-credit sequence in the first episode, which sort of introduces these two police officer characters as they're interrogating someone. Um, And it just kind of really alludes to them being very malicious in intent. Um, But that's all you see in the first episode. In this, you're kind of properly introduced to them in a fucking musical dance number. Yeah. fucking good lord. (laughs) Wait, so what did you think of the dance number? I mean, I thought it was really, it was well choreographed and it was pretty well animated. It it was certainly not what I was expecting. I wasn't expecting this show to essentially be turning into a fucking anime musical, that's for sure. I mean, but you already had like a song and dance sequence in the first episode with the cat. Which we get again in this episode, which is <laughs> slightly modified lyrics. Um, I was not surprised. <laughs> Well, I don't know why I wasn't surprised, but I was. Have you seen Mawaru Penguin Drum and Yurikuma? No, I haven't. I haven't seen anything by this director. You haven't been hashtag prepped um, anally or anime wise for this sort of bullshit. (laughs) Um, But I have been because I've watched those shows. So this does not come off as like crazy. But my thoughts on the police dance sequence was yes. That was hot. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Even before he rips open his shirt, um, like, I love dance sequences. So that's a check for me. Second of all, I love their poses when they have, like, their arms in, like, the shape of an otter, like, doing random things. I'm like, oh, my God, that is so cute. That's a (laughs) second check for me. And, um... Yeah, that's all I need. Two for two, honey. That was that was amazing. Oh yeah, and like you said, I love the choreography. It was it was so amazing. They're just like flinging their hands in all these weird positions. I'm like, honey, do the robot. Yes, queen. Do I am into it. I loved every minute of that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I uh, I I just I watched it and I'm like, huh. But then okay. he and I'm like, okay, really? All right, that's a, you are such fucking milk toast, Luke. No, I just I I was so shocked by it, I didn't really know what to think. Oh my god, like, like... I just kind of accepted it, and like this is normal now. <laughs> See, that was me in the first episode. The second episode, I'm getting into it. You know, I'm starting to like loosen my belt. You know, okay, no, um, you were dancing along with them, huh? Not my body. Mm-hmm. But a part of my body was okay. Anyway, oh my god, <laughs> that was a joke. Okay, I do lies. I do Absolute not, lies. I do not. I am not a deviant. Okay, um, and just some interesting things about the the police dance sequence. Um, so they are otter police. I don't know. There's otter symbolism in their police station, and before they start the dance, they do this like chant. Where they're like, lies, lies. In this case, what were they doing? I don't know. I forget cats? the exact phraseology. Catch. Yeah, yeah they were doing the whole, lies, the lies, cats, lies, otters. Cats. So that's actually a pun because the word for otter in Japanese is kawa uso. Um, and the word uso 
means lie. So it's like a, a pun on lies and otters. I did not know that. Yes. Um, so that's like some... That, I mean, that like speaks into the deeper themes of this show somehow. I don't want to get into, but like I thought that was interesting. And um, I also want to say that when they finish their dance sequence... Um, they just like they're in their like dance pose but then it goes back to them being in like the police station where they're having a police briefing and i'm like oh my god talk about realism pendulum swinging it's so fun okay i found that like super super funny because they're like having this really (laughs) fancy prolonged dance sequence and then then awkwardly they get flung back to reality in the police station i was like oh my god I just found that extremely hilarious. I, yeah, I, the only thing I could do was like laugh it off and I'm like, okay, this is normal now. Yeah. And then they're not even embarrassed. They just like casually put their hat back on, like straighten their tie and like, yep, yep. Back to the meeting. We just had to do a brief dance sequence in the middle. Talk about, okay. So we've talked a lot about how this, uh, show is, um, homoerotic. Um, yeah, that was pretty homoerotic. It is also clearly very camp because those police officers <laughs> are camp AF. Yeah. Um. Yeah. That's my uh, thoughts on the police. Honey, handcuff I, me I, down. I, I think I couldn't have said it better. <laughs> um. So one of the things that this episode dealt with is uh, a Kappa zombie that was obsessed with cats, obviously. And something that happens toward the beginning of the episode is you find out that Kazuki and his little brother have sort of adopted what appears to be a stray neighborhood cat, and they've named it Nyantaro. Um, and like they, they play, you know, they play with it, they feed it, and whatnot. Uh, Nyantaro also bears a striking resemblance to the to Garfield from Garfield and Friends. Um, <laughs> but the thing you learn from once the main trio defeats the Kappa zombie, the secret that you learn in this episode is that Kazuki stole Nyantaro. It was a, a domesticated cat, and he just fucking up and stole it. What a thief! <laughs> Fucking petty, psycho, crazy bitch. (laughs) Like, okay. When I saw the plot twist that he stole the cat, I, like, literally internally screamed at, like, how... How? And again, he's doing this... He says he's doing this for his little brother. Like, I'm like, dude, your brother never asked you to do this shit. He is literally, like, psycho. Like, psychotic. <laughs> like, that's what... Like, you know, like... Um, if you say, oh, I want to... I want... If your little brother says, I want a cat, only a psychotic person would be like, yeah, I'll just go to my neighbor, steal the cat, um, and make it my cat. Like, what the actual fuck? What? what? <laughs> God, oh. he's so crazy. And it's also worth mentioning that Nyantaro plays into the whole plot of this episode because all of it gets kicked off by Nyantaro stealing a dime bag of marijuana from Toei while to- I keep calling him Toei, it's Toei, while he is transporting it. Yeah. And you get a nice sequence where they, more homoeroticism, you know, with yeah. the <laughs> cat 
with the uh, bag of marijuana goes into a uh, couples only theme park. And uh, yeah. I guess the couple that has to chase after him is Toby and uh, cross-dressing Kazuki. Yeah, while he's dressed up as the idol cross-dressing persona, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um that was, it was the whole thing was weird and i also think so this the the kaba zombie that they defeat is someone who was obsessed with cats to the point where he was taking cat's fur and like attaching it all over his body so i'm kind of thinking was this like a like a backdoor criticism of fucking furries oh um i guess i it makes sense okay i don't i don't really pay attention i thought he was just like role-playing as a cat i yeah but i just i'm wondering if that doesn't have any implication to like the whole furry culture thing i guess i don't know it's just something that i i had a thought while i was watching it was like is this about furries i didn't i didn't get the furry thing maybe mm. but i think the most important thing about this is the big plot twist at the end which you called it because it's kind of implied in the opening that uh Inta definitely has a romantic interest in Kazuki. Okay. Uh <laughs> I was quite I was very surprised that this plot point happened so quickly. Like this is the second episode we already have Enta kissing Kazuki at the end of the episode. Like while he's asleep, mind you. That okay, first of all, that's a rape. Second okay, not well that's well, not it's sexual, that's assault, sexual assault, for sure. Sorry. Anyways, um, and um, where's the fucking rape whistle when you need it? Oh my god, it's his asshole. That's the rape whistle. The rape whistle's <laughs> inside your asshole. No, it is your asshole. You make your asshole whistle. Anyways. Oh wow! Doesn't your asshole whistle? Oh girl, you're doing it wrong. Um, I'm not time. answering that. Move on. <laughs> okay. <laughs> oh my god. Anyways, okay, back to the show. So, um, I was extremely surprised that how fast that happened. Um, yeah, me too. And honey, talk about a cliffhanger. I am excited to see the next episode. <laughs> it was certainly unexpected. I was, I, I, I was like you. I kind of got that feeling that maybe there was something up between Inta and Kazuki. Oh, at least on Inta's side, being kind of interested in him. But I, I was very, very surprised to have something like this happen this early. So it will it remains to be seen whether these feelings will be reciprocated. Um, Who knows? Hey, he... Yeah? I don't think Enta cares about consent, though. Uh, that might be a secret we find out later. Oh, my. <laughs> Maybe this isn't the first time they've kissed? You never know. Oh, my God! <laughs> <laughs> Honey, they've already gone to third base. Uh, maybe maybe <laughs> i mean this this whole thing seems about sharing secrets with people so who knows what kind of secrets all these characters have we've already found out that kazuki both cross-dresses and steals felines and allegedly has a thing for his brother we know toy maybe is, um, maybe what is he he's a, like a fucking criminal and now enta yeah. enta's a, a gaby maybe <laughs> Well, yeah, Enta's definitely gay for Kazuki. Mm-hmm. For sure. But yeah, I, it, it is a hell of a cliffhanger, and I really can't wait to see where it goes from there. I, 
I'm trying to think. Well, there there was one other minor detail that we kind of skipped over. I do want to kind of go back to, and it goes back to the whole Kappa myth thing. Um, one of the things we saw in this episode was Kepi get stressed up as a geisha at one point. That is something that actually comes from the Kappa myth. Oh. That occasionally Kappas would, uh, like, dress up as geishas to try and lure men to, like, do malevolent things. I can't. How can that lure? First of all, how does that is that alluring? Second of all, the <laughs> that's cool that um I didn't know that was part of the myth, so that's cool. Third of all, yeah. oh my god, that image of Kepi as a geisha that was <laughs> animated so hilariously. They did like a zoom yes. in on his lipstick and everything. I'm like, oh my god, he was like giving me the duck face. I'm like, yes, queen, work it. Oh my god, I loved it. I just thought that was an interesting detail. I, I just wonder how much of the Kappa myth is going to make this into, make it into the show. I'm assuming quite a lot based on what we've seen so far. Honey, what part of I'm this? learning a lot. I'm learning a lot about Kappa myths, the Kappa myth, by the way, because like every time I see something that Kepi does, I want to go research. It's like, is this something oh, from the actual myth itself? Yeah. What part of this show isn't the Kappa myth? <laughs> I, apparently not much. Um, Maybe into kissing Kazuki isn't part of the myth. <laughs> you never know. You never know. And we're going to wrap it up there. So thank you everyone for dropping in to listen to this second uh, episode review of Sarah Zenmai. We hope you enjoyed it because we always enjoy bringing it to you. If you want to check out previous episodes of the podcast, we are on YouTube, SoundCloud, and iTunes, and now on Spotify. If you want to keep up with what we're doing, you can follow us on Facebook, on Discord, on Twitch. You can visit our website. And very soon we will have a Twitter page. Links to all these things will be down below uh, in the description. Uh, and as always, you can call or you can call. Don't call me. <laughs> you can email us if you have any questions, comments, uh, or criticisms of this or any other episode. You can send us episode ideas um, and let us know down below in the comments what you think of the second episode of Sarah Zen Mai. As always, I have been your host, Alex, and I will see you next time. Say goodnight, show. Uso, Uso, Neko, Uso. Uso, Uso, Neko, Uso. <laughs> Rip your heart out! <laughs>